It continues to be a question that many are asking, how am I doing with my finances? Well, look no further than this episode right here. Today, I want to cover the different age groups and what the average net worths are for each of these age groups. When we look at the average, you can actually get a true reality check of exactly where you stand among everybody else. And to be all honest with you, when you look at the average, it will give you just a little bump, just that little bump of motivation to make some change happen in your life. No matter where you are financially, the first step to improving your finances is to understand where you are and where you want to go. So today I'm going to provide you not only the median average net worth, but also three simple steps that can take you to where you want to be and ultimately leave you happier with the results when we get to the year 2023. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. So first and foremost, I truly want to say Happy New Year's. And I mean, I don't know about you. I had a magnificent New Year's. I think everyone had plenty to eat. Um, and, and now's when those those resolutions start. So uh, I, I'll always enjoy resolutions. I'm, I'm a big fan of them. Um, and it's always something that is enjoyable to talk about. I just wish they last longer for everybody uh, across the board, but they don't. And that's okay because uh, people like me and people like you, uh, we we like to, to not, not look at them so much as a resolution, but as a change, right? And we have to change the one thing we can control ourselves. And if you have listened to this enough, you've heard me say that. Uh, but uh, ultimately, the New Year's has been great. And mine is obviously better if, for anyone that's been a listener or that knows me. I am an Alabama fan, and Alabama is playing in the national championship tomorrow, and I could not be more excited. So if you are listening to this on the podcast, since it does release on Tuesday, you already know if uh, I am still crying or if I'm extremely happy. But uh, I don't know. We'll, we will see. But last week, I did an episode on a no spin challenge. If you missed it, I do encourage you to go watch or listen, however you you tune into the Financial Mirror and and dig into it. I have uh, made my resolution. I think I told everyone what mine was, but ultimately mine was going to be to not waste money on quote unquote stuff, right? I wasn't going to spend money on things that were not truly necessary or didn't bring value to me. So I decided to join in on the no spin challenge. I don't remember if I said that I was going to join in on it, but I did. And hopefully if you if you saw, if you follow me on social media for the financial mirror on, on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, you saw I posted a picture and mine is going fairly well. Uh, as of, as of that day, I have to look at mine, what it, what it is today, but, um, as of then I'd spent $19, which was essential stuff, right? It was, uh, it was deodorant and shampoo. And, and I'd have to say that's pretty essential because otherwise no one would want to be around me, right? Nobody, uh, I would be a fairly, fairly stinky boy to say the least, but 
nonetheless, it is has been great for me. No spin challenge is going good. Hopefully, your no spin challenge is going just as superb. But if it's not, uh, you always have time to jump in. Like I stated in that episode, this isn't something. No spin challenge is not something that's just a one time and you can never do it again. It's something you can continue to do. So I'm doing it for the whole month of January, and we will see how that goes. Um, uh, but pretty much the rules for mine are pretty simple. Nothing outside of food, shelter, gas, and utilities am I spending money on. And yes, I am restricting uh, my food because that's a broad one. I can't just say food, right? Because that's commonly overspent if people are going going out to eat. But this episode is not about the no spend challenge. Go check out last week's episode if you missed it. Uh, but the new year was great and new years in general are great. They are great in the simple fact that you get to start this year sort of off new, right? Like you get to start this year off fresh. You get to start this year off with a brand new blank canvas and you have the ability to to start it off with a clear mind and be able to put everything that's happened to you in previous years behind you. Uh, your new canvas is now in front of you. If you, if you close your eyes and you know, if you're driving, don't do this, but if you close your eyes and you can imagine everything that's ever happened is all behind you. And now every step that you take moving forward is for the better. That's that blank canvas feel. That's the, that's the feel I want you to go into 2022 with. So what happens in 2022 is totally up to you. Uh, obviously, things outside of our control will happen, but how we'll react and how we will overcome those things is how our 2022 will be defined. So I, I did want to tailor this week's episode to this idea uh, that we should reflect on where we are financially, uh, but ultimately reflecting and not doing anything doesn't really provide much value. So uh, I wanted to not only reflect, but also encourage right through three steps. I'm going to go over at the end of this. I'm going to wrap this up with those three steps so that you can see some of the things uh, that if you know, if you'll take those steps, you will be happy with the results that you see in 2023. And I think that's so crucial. That's so crucial to to your your finances improving, uh, but also your your personal uh, well being and it improving as well. So uh, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to get started because uh, I am going to go through all the uh, different age brackets, pretty much in 10 year increments, right? And give you just a quick outline of sort of whatever age you're in. It doesn't matter. Every single age has something that they can be doing. And that's the important part. Every single age has something they can be working on. And if you'll stick to that and you'll stick to what can I be doing, not what have I done, reflect on that. I got it. Understand and identify those places that you are very common to slip up, that you're very common to um, to not exactly stick to that plan that you had, that financial plan that you had. Identify those areas, but ultimately none of those things have to define where you're going and what you're going to do moving forward. So keep that in mind as we're going through these uh, and, and remember that everything uh, that you've done will actually have a positive impact. It'll reinforce some of those uh, bad habits in a good way, in a sense that uh, you can you can 
know that 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 you have a tendency to do that and it can do away with it and you can sort of overcome that uh, already being self-aware, right? That's, that self-awareness will really, really help pay off. Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast today and you have a genius idea that you want to share with the world, Anchor is going to be the easiest way for you to make that podcast a reality. First, it's free. When you're thinking about your finances, free is always good. Second, save your money. You really don't need professional software to get started. Anchor's tools help you create and then edit that podcast right from your mobile phone or computer. Anchor's then going to help you by distributing that podcast to all the major podcast applications, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can then easily make money for your podcast. No minimum listenership is required. So Anchor obviously is everything that you need to make your podcast dream come true. I use Anchor to distribute out my podcast and so should you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, don't wait. Do it today. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor, that's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Let's jump in. Let's start out with the 20s uh, and go through this whole entire thing. So if, you, if you're watching this live and you see this chart, uh, this was a more broader chart. I went into more detail in, in, in the the actual what, what I'm going to say. So for the podcast listeners, you're not missing much on the screen. Honestly, uh, this chart is very, very, uh, I guess I, 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 it did, I couldn't find, um, I couldn't find a chart that presented the data the way I, I wanted to. Um, and I guess I could have, I could have just made, made my own, but, uh, I decided to, to sort of give a, a quick glance of how you can perceive the information. Uh, but more importantly, I wanted to go over the data that, that I accumulated through, uh, a little bit of research that I could find on, on 2022 numbers. So this is based off of 2021 data. Uh, but going into the twenties, so this is anybody from the age 18 to 29, the, Average net worth was thirty nine thousand, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to using round numbers because I mean if I gave gave you down to the dollar, it wouldn't make much difference, right? I want to be very very just so you can hear the number, uh, you don't have to get in the weeds. But the average was thirty nine thousand. The median though, the median is seven thousand eight hundred dollars. Okay, seven thousand eight hundred dollars is the median. So. I, what I wanted to start off in, in the 20s is a great place to start, right? Because if this is you, if you are in your 20s, no matter where you fall in that group, if you're above average, if you're below average, if you're at the median, whatever, don't worry, have no fear. You have plenty of life ahead of you. And I wanted to make sure I said that. There is so much time ahead of you. Uh, you will be able to start today. If you so choose, you can start today and you can make great decisions and be on your way to moving up in that into a higher percentile as we go through these decades. You will start to see that your net worth is growing tremendously along the way. So uh, right here at the very beginning, I sort of want to give you a definition of what net worth is if you didn't know what net worth was, but ultimately your net worth is every, all of your liquid cash or, or, or semi liquid cash on hand. Um, and I say semi because, uh, um, a home holds value, right? Uh, is it liquid? No, but it does have a value that you can, uh, you, 
you can appraise and see and see what that value is. But it's all of those things, all of these assets, and you are subtracting your liabilities from it, and that's giving you your net worth, okay? So I, I don't like throwing out the, the, the fancy asset liability, whatever. In simple terms, if you have a, a something that is, is it has a value um, that that can potentially be liquid to that, like you can make cash with that with that valuable item, and then you subtract everything you owe, such as debts, you will get your net worth. So if I own a house, if I own a car, but both of those things have a loan with it. I don't actually have what the house is worth or what the car is worth. I'd subtract the loan from it, if that makes sense. So that's how I get my net worth once I get all of that. And I'm talking retirement accounts, bank accounts, savings accounts, um, brokerage accounts, everything. Car value, uh, home values, all these things. And I'm subtract the liabilities. I've got my net worth. So if you are in these 20s and you've, and you, you, are just now getting started with net worth. Uh, you maybe this is the first time you've heard about it. That's okay. Uh, the important thing is is to know that tracking this at the end of the year or uh, maybe every year and two years, whatever. I'd, I'd recommend tracking it every year, right? Uh, that's where you can see some very good growth over the year. Uh, maybe this is a new year resolution for you. Every year I'm going to check my net worth and I want it to be XYZ higher. I want to do XYZ to make it higher, whatever. This is a great spot. So if you're in your 20s and you have a median, below median, below average, above average net worth, you're in a great spot. And I say that because you have time, you have time on your side, you will be able to move through your 20s and you will be just fine. Don't worry. There's just one thing I wanted to bring up to those in the 20s and 30s. Um, This applies to you as well. But the one thing I wanted to ensure that I address right here is the 20s specifically, but some of the 30s as well. The biggest problem that I see is that so many of the the people in those brackets, they fall victim to debt. So what I can say is this, the reason the median is so low and the reason why the average is actually lower is because a lot of those, those, those middle of the pack, below pack, they have negative net worth, right? Like they don't, they are, they're in more debt than they have value. So if you can, if I can tell you one thing is steer clear of debt, don't get yourself in debt and, and you will begin to build net worth. So stick to that motto. I'm not going to take on extra debt. I'm not going to take on debt. Uh, and, and you will, you will be fine. So for the thirties, uh, the average is 198,000. The median is 90,000. And this is another bracket. You have plenty of time in front of you. So don't, don't fret. The, the difference here is that you may have a little bit more that you're responsible for at this point in your life. Uh, maybe you've bought a house, maybe you're married, uh, maybe you have a kid, maybe you know there's other life events that are happening and they can make it a little tougher. It can make it a little tougher to, to give up uh, certain things to be able to pay debt faster if you still are holding debt from your 20s, uh, but that's okay. If you'll get everybody in the household on board, the kids, the family, the dog, everybody on board, I'm telling you, it'll make it that much easier and you will get yourself in improving that net worth over time. So uh, this is normally the age 
that people, you know, in their 30s, they begin to realize that those things that they used to spend their money on or, or i.e. waste their money on, uh, they're not as important anymore. So so what they wear is not as important. What they drive is not as important. Um, you know, the the fancy vacations and all that are not as important. Um, they just don't seem to matter as much once people get into their 30s. Uh, they still have things that they're passionate about doing and things that they're passionate about having, um, but they're just not as into the, the glitz and glamour, right? And that's a, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. So if they did make mistakes in their 20s and they all have accumulated debt, uh, the 30s is normally the age where people are realizing that and they start to pay that down and they sort of get rid of it. So that's good. For your 40s, now your 40s, the average is 692000 Median is 145000 So these are net worths. Uh, and I love this bracket. I love the 40s. I love the people that are in the 40s because you are deep into adulting. Uh, you probably are, are very buckled down at this point. Uh, you're serious about where you want your finances to go. This is where you're probably tapped off all that debt that you had and you realize I don't want to go back into debt. Uh, you have a, a warrior mentality where you're driving and you're knocking everything out that you need to complete. Um, and the thing here is that you kind of have to accept the decisions you've made. You're sort of at that middle of the road. Uh, am I going to do great? Am I going to do bad? Like you've got to, you've got to accept what you've done because moving forward, you, you can't have, you can't go through life living this like, woe is me mentality. Uh, cause that's only going to prevent you from getting to where you want to be. So I understand that, uh, it can be a little tougher, especially if you're way below the median or you're way below the average. Um, but don't worry about it. Keep pushing, keep going forward. And you are actually, in the best position to make quick and drastic changes. And you don't believe me, but I'm going to tell you why. 20s and 30s, people are still figuring out careers, are still figuring out jobs, all that kind of good stuff. Um, the awesome part for you is you're probably likely in the 40s, already deep into a career, and you probably have a generally good income rolling in. Um, that, that's great because if you can get your spending under, you know, under control, all that extra money you can generate will go towards deliberate goals like college plan, uh, college uh, savings, uh, retirement, uh, paying off that home faster. You know, if you still had debt, getting out of debt, like these are things that you can drive and you can push forward on and really get to where you want to be. So I think that's a great spot. I love the 40s, and I think if you're in the 40s, you're in a great spot to make some make some magical moves happen fairly quickly, much quicker than the 20s and 30s. Um, if, if, especially if they're still figuring, figuring life out. So for my fifties, fifties plus is how I'm going to roll this in. If you're, if you're looking at the chart on the screen, uh, this is sort of the reason I, I, I wanted to go with this way. Um, but fifties plus the average is, uh, pretty much $1.1 million. The average person has 1.1 million. Um, the median is vastly different, $233,000. So Ultimately, right here, if you're in your 50s plus, uh, right here is where you've got to start, you know, finalizing that plan. Uh, if you not already have finalized it, if you're if you're much later after 50, but you're you're not retired at 50, uh, most likely, um, unless you you know 
you're you're very on top of those finances, uh, but you're most likely not retired in, in a sense that you you are still going to to work or you still have to go to work, um, and you, you're still doing some kind of uh, employment that you need that steady income. Uh, but you've got to start right here in these fifties and plus. You've got to make sure that you are making deliberate action towards these retirement plans. Um, you're you're not you don't have the time on your hands that the 20 year old has. But the great part is you do have you're, you're smart and you have tons of experience. Right. So you have the ability to continue to generate income. You have the ability to continue to grind. But the big thing and the important thing I wanted to bring up is don't come become complacent in your role. So continue to grind at your job. Don't don't be that 18 year uh, person in a 20 year job that that gets a pension at 20 and they're just sitting there just cushioning the the rest of their their career. Uh, really go out and grind. You can really you can really find, land some good gigs after that 20 year pension and continue to make income. Uh, so keep grinding. Continue to build that financial cushion. It's going to carry you through life. Um, but one thing I wanted to provide you right here is just a little bit of guidance. But if you are in that 50s, 60s ballpark, please start working with a financial advisor. Start working with a financial coach to ensure that the decisions that you're making are very deliberate in, in getting you to, to retirement. Because uh, if you're if you're planning on 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 riding this out with Social Security alone, uh, good luck to you because it's it's that's not it's not a very good retirement plan. Um, it's not a it's not a good retirement plan at all. It's very hard to survive on. Uh, so we want it, we want you to be better than that. We want you to have more than that. Uh, so so get with a financial coach. Get with a financial advisor. I do serve as a financial coach, and I'd be more than happy to sit down, uh, free consultation for the first visit, and we will absolutely get you taken care of and make sure that you're you're going in the right direction. So now what? You got all these brackets. Now what? Well, starting off, uh, this hopefully lights a match under you. Like you know, you don't want to be in the, in that that average category and, and, and you, you, cause you want to be more than average, right? You want to be more than average. And if right now you don't fall in the average or, or even if you don't fall in the median, don't panic, right? This is important to know that your decisions that you're doing right now, the things that you're doing right now, um, that's what's going to impact your finances next year. So if you want to look better on your finances next year, you've got to make deliberate action today. You've got to make deliberate action tomorrow. You've got to know that what you're doing now is going to show up in the future. So if you're, if you're spending all of your money and you're not saving anything, well, in the future, you're going to realize that you didn't save anything and you spent it all, right? And and that's important. That's so important. Um, in light of this being a new year, I think this is important to see what can you do to ensure that you're taking those positive steps on your finances to move you forward. So when we get to the same time next year, you are happy with all the progress you made. So I told you, I want to leave you with three things that you can start doing today. And I mean, literally today you can start doing this and it will make your 2022 finances exactly what you want them to be. So when you look at 2023, you will be happy. So the first thing is you got to write down your goals. This first one is simple. Write down your goals. Like write them down. 
many people have goals and it's actually never left their mind. Like they only think about their goals. They have them in their head and they're great goals. They're truly great goals, but they only have them in their head and they've got to get them written down on paper because statistics show people that write their goals down are 42% more likely to achieve that goal. And that is a lot. Uh, I mean, that is a ton. If, if I told you you were 42% more likely to become a millionaire, if you wrote down on a sheet of paper, I am going to be a millionaire. I, you're, 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 I mean, who's not going to take that, right? Uh, but it's a lot. Therefore, if you will simply write down your financial goals, uh, you are more likely to achieve it. So this could be an electronic version or a paper copy that you look at. But if you do the electronic version, um, there's multiple avenues out there. Uh, I could, you know, you could, I could recommend you just to throw a reminder in your phone that pops up, you know, every day or once a week or whatever, and just remind you, Hey, this is your goal. Remember you said you were going to, you were going to achieve this. Um, that's a simple way to do an electronic version. Or, uh, if you want to write it down, you know, the sticky note method where people stick sticky notes on their mirror or in their car or on their refrigerator or, uh, on their coffee pot, like, Places that people are going to look, they put sticky notes everywhere of these goals they're trying to achieve, and it truly makes a difference. So the first thing is just write down your goals. The second, you've got to say no more often, okay? You've got to say no more often, and this is easy because it takes very little effort, and I mean that in a sense that it doesn't cost you anything, it doesn't take you doing anything, all you physically have to do is say no, right? The actual hardest part is dealing with yourself. So you don't want to say no to certain things. You just don't want to say no. But if you will continue to remember the reason you're saying no to more and more and more, you will have the motivation to keep saying no. And this is really important because, you know, saying no is going to help you gain more of your time. It's going to help you gain more money. Um, This could be telling a friend no to hanging out to go out to eat or whatever. It could be telling yourself not to go out to eat because you always do, or you've already went over your budget or you're about it to your budget. This could be telling yourself, Hey, I need to close this Amazon app. I've done bought too much, right? Uh, it could be saying no to committing to a ton of requests, whether that be at your job, people are constantly asking you because you know, you're, you're the most devoted employee there. I mean, I'm sure that's all I attract to listen to this podcast is super devoted people. So, um, if that might be you, but you've got to say no to something, you've got to start to get some back, some back, um, blah, blah. you got to get back some of your time in the end because you've got it with that time is going to come a little bit of peace, a little bit of, of drive and all that energy is going to be able to be positively put somewhere else. So what I want you to remember is this saying no does get easier. The more you do it, the easier it gets. So the, the more you tell yourself no, the easier it'll become. And you'll quickly learn all the lies that your brain's going to tell you. Your brain's going to tell you so many lies, but you will quickly learn how to respond to them because of all the times you said no. And on the flip side, if you give in, it you know, at any time if you give in and you don't say no to something that you, you committed yourself saying no to, it does, it does open the door to, to happen more and more often. Okay. So remember that, uh, stay consistent and the amount of time and money you gain from saying no will drastically increase. So the last thing, number three is you've got to have a plan. 
You've got to have a plan. This last one takes the most effort because you've got to make the plan. Uh, none of your goals are just going to happen. So if you have financial goals, none of them are just going to happen. You've got to make that plan that's going to walk you through step by step in order to achieve whatever your financial goals are. So the important thing is you've got to break down these goals into very small chunks. Don't try to do it all at once. So break it into small chunks and have timelines for when you're going to achieve each of those chunks. So at the end of the year, you know you know what your outcome is going to be because you've broke this goal down. Once you break it all down, you're going to be surprised exactly how easy it is. Like it's not as hard as you thought it was. Once you break that down into small chunks, it's a little bit easier to manage. Everyone's heard it. How to eat an elephant is one bite at a time. It's it's truly it's truly about that. You've got to break it down into stuff that you can manage that doesn't seem overwhelming. So the important part of planning is if you're going to try to do it at once, you're going to all at once, you're going to quickly give up. And if you'll take it one day at a time, one step at a time, you're going to find that extra little bit of motivation to keep going and you're going to achieve exactly what it is you want to achieve. So this episode has been exactly what I I hope it it or I hope it turned out to be exactly what I wanted it to be for you. Uh, sort of a reality check, right? A little punch to the gut if that's what you needed. Uh, to sort of give you a guide of where, where are you at? Like where, where did you fall within other people that's your age? Uh, I think that's a very good place to start. I think it's a very good place to look. Um, and if and once we have that, we, we know where we can, we can adjust. So this episode hopefully addressed that and, it sort of gives you an idea of how you're doing with your financial planning. And uh, I am sure that there are many emotions that went through your your your, your head, your stomach, your, your heart, all these different emotions are going everywhere. Um, but it's good to get that reality check. It really is good. So what I don't want this to trigger is a feeling of failure or failure, uh, feeling of defeat. Like you're like, man, like I'm not even at the median. I'm not even close. Like you said like 7,000 is the median and I'm at negative 7,000, but that's okay. I'm telling you that's okay. Don't let that bog you down. Don't feel defeated. Instead, I want you to see where you are right now and how, if you'll take those three steps, that write down your goals, say no more often, and have a plan, how that can change your life moving into 2023. So that that's a big thing. And if you're if you're looking at the screen, I, I hope you're reading this and I wanted to read it for everyone's listening to this on a podcast. But if you keep going, you won't regret it. But if you give up, you will. I want you to think about all the things in life that you gave up on, right? You gave up on something and you look back on it and you regret it. You regret why did you not keep going? Because when you look at it now, you you can remember like, man, I could have put a little bit more effort into X. I could have taken one more step. I could have done this. Don't 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 treat your finances in that way. Keep going. Keep going. Keep pushing. Um, don't give up because I'm telling you, if you give up, you'll look back and regret it. You there's a little bit more in the tank that you can push. So if you are ready to take control of your finances and ensure you're on the right path to your financial goals and you need someone to sit down with you and build that plan, there's nothing better for you than a financial coach. I will be your financial coach. I will be happy to be your financial coach. And you do get a free consultation. So please 
go to the contact form, uh, go to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash contact, fill out the form, and I will get in touch with you. We'll get that free consultation scheduled. We'll take a look and see exactly how we can tailor your finances to put you on track to where you want to be. Finally, if you do want to give an extra dose of support to the Financial Mirror, always go hit up the merch page. There's always new items being added. Go to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash merch. Pick up some awesome Financial Mirror gear from shirts to coffee pot, uh, from coffee mugs to mouse pads to water bottles, etc. It's all there. I truly appreciate everyone tuning in. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment and share. Leave a five-star review and a written comment. Five-star review are specifically on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, but written comments are on all platforms. So just leave a written comment. Let me know how much you enjoy the stream. All those things truly go a long way. And I wanted to say thank you for all the support you gave me last year. And I look forward to each and every episode moving into 2022. So till next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.